Welcome to My Child, My Student, the podcast for visionary parents that will guide you on your journey as you guide your child to become a true student, one with enthusiasm, a zest, even a passion for learning. I am Howard Bowersox, your host and your guide on this journey we share. Together, we will explore the difference between seeking to learn and being taught. My mission is to provide you with resources and support as you create a generation of true students that embrace a culture of learning for life that will create for you and your family a culture of learning that will last for a lifetime. Back in the early to mid-1970s, I was in my mid-20s. I call those my formative years as a leader. I loved working with the newly recruited JCs. They had been inspired by something they had seen or heard or perhaps experienced about our organization or one or more of its members to learn more and join the group. They made a commitment and wanted to make a difference. They wanted to make a difference, but they did not know specifically what difference they wanted to make or how to accomplish it. Their vision was not clear or in focus. To focus on the mission of the organization, the JCs had a creed which was recited in unison by our entire group in attendance at each meeting. To those committed to making a difference, it was inspiring. I was committed. The JC Creed says, We believe that faith in God gives meaning and purpose to human life, that the brotherhood of man transcends the sovereignty of nations, that economic justice is best won by free men through free enterprise, that government should be of laws rather than of men, that Earth's great treasure lies in human personality, and that service humanity is the best work of life. The recitation of this creed was always enthusiastic with the volume rising to a crescendo as the last six words were shouted. This creed continues to inspire me and JCs across the nation and the globe today, and they change the world. As I said before, I loved working with the new members because of their, what I call, green enthusiasm. You see, these young people did not yet know what they could not do or accomplish, so they were not afraid to just do it or step forward and accomplish it. They did not have the limitations that society places around us over time that cause us to question our ability to achieve. Another term for this is self-doubt. Even worse, these limitations, this self-doubt, prevent us from seeing possibilities, opportunities, and solutions. Certainly you've learned how to keep crabs in a pot with no lid. If you place a group of crabs in a pot with no lid, none will ever escape the pot. As one crab reaches up and begins to pull itself up to freedom, others, in their similar attempts at escape, grab the potential escapee, pulling it back to the bottom of the pot. 
This activity continues ad infinitum until none escape. You cook them all for dinner. Society with the masses behaves similarly to the crabs in the pot. Society does not often prevent your escape to success physically. It accomplishes this through words, comments, nonverbal communication, programming your subconscious for avoiding your success or preventing you from even initiating your dreams of success. You succumb to self-doubt. Sometimes this is well-intentioned, as when family members caution you not to take a risk because of the potential negative consequences, because they cannot see the potential rewards of taking the risk. They do not see or share your dream. This is the magic of the JCs. Unlike society in general, these special individuals bond and support each other as they collectively develop dreams, consider the risks, and encourage each other to take the leap in faith that they will succeed. JCs teach each other by example and encouragement to have the confidence, conviction, and courage to take considered risk to accomplish their dreams and thereby change the world. They help members take self-doubt out of the driver's seat of life. The beauty of the JC experience is that when one ages out of the organization, and this happens at 40 years of age, the values expressed in the creed, the confidence, the conviction, the courage developed through participation, and the example set in the struggle and accomplishments achieved lives on for a lifetime. This is an example of the impact of community on individual development when the community is properly organized, focused, and led. JCs are a unique community within a greater community of life where young people, budding leaders, are provided a playground in which to develop their dreams, their talents, beliefs, and vision through shared lessons and discussions, focused calls to action, opportunities to try and sometimes fail, and always supported, encouraged, cheered, and ultimately revered by their JC community, as well as the broader community when it becomes aware of the accomplishments. I am reminded of the vision on the cover of the first leadership development course I participated in with the JCs, Leadership Dynamics. I had unknowingly acted as a leader before, but this was my first effort at consciously and formally learning about leadership. The image on the cover of the workbook for the course, which I led for our JC chapter, was that of a flight of geese in V formation. The introductory lesson described the metaphor of this image and function of these geese migrating long distances. Many of you have seen this amazing sight of sometimes dozens of geese in V formation and probably heard the raucous honking of the flock. But do you know why this is their habit? 
I mean the honking as well as the formation. If you were to study aerodynamics and the effect of airflow on wing shape and the resultant lift of the wing, you would realize that the goose flying in front of and slightly to the left or right of the next goose in formation was providing additional lift to that next bird. This support of each other in flight allows the entire flock to fly further using less energy as they migrate great distances. The only goose not receiving this additional lift from the flock is the lead goose. The leader is expending much more energy as it flies compared to the rest of the flock. Obviously, the lead goose is by far the strongest, most energetic, most driven, and committed of the flock. This is the super goose that leads the flock and upon which the entire migration is dependent, right? If this was your thought, and I believe it is a very common thought, you have not watched the flight of the formation for very long. As the flock continues to fly, usually north in spring and south in the autumn, over the miles they cover each day, observation would reveal that periodically, the lead goose circles back into the V formation and another goose takes the lead. As the lead goose tires due to the extreme expenditure of energy required to lead the formation, it drops back to allow another to lead, one with a larger remaining store of energy, the next that is prepared to lead. Now all the geese know where they're going. No one has to tell them. They follow the leader because it is easier, more productive for the group to work together to accomplish their vision, their goal for their survival and perpetuation of their species. At any given time, any goose may lead the formation if that goose is the most prepared, energy-wise in their case, to lead. But why all the honking? Take the perspective of the lead goose for a moment. This leader is focused on flying in the correct direction, watching landmarks or whatever keeps it properly directed to the destination. This leader is only looking forward and does not have visibility to the rear where all the flock is. Imagine yourself in this circumstance. You cannot see behind you and to look back would disrupt your flight, the airflow beneath your wings, expending energy unnecessarily and potentially disrupting the entire flock's aerodynamics, almost a falling domino effect just by looking back. Remember, this is a team effort. Each goose in the V cannot see the goose behind it. The honking communicates to the goose in front of the honker. I'm right behind you and everything is okay. The honking tells the leader, you're doing a great job and we're right behind you, so keep going and if you get tired, I can take the lead. They're honking encouragement to the leader of that, that the team is behind you and will support you in the effort at survival. Now, 
You've heard a story about JCs, young leaders in development, a story about crabs and their self-defeating habits, a story about geese and their teamwork necessary for survival. Why are these important to hear and understand? Each story is a metaphor for your consideration as you journey in life. Just as I, when I was much younger, you are a leader whether you realize it or not. You can become a better leader by exploring the concepts outlined in these stories and applying them to your life. This will only happen if you develop your values, confidence, conviction, and courage and set an example for others to follow. You will accomplish nothing by dragging others down, either physically or figuratively. And everyone wins and achieves their goals and dreams when you learn and are willing to lead when you are best prepared to lead and to follow when others are better prepared. Encouraging all and particularly the leader as you proceed toward the dream. Join me as we explore the concepts shared today in more depth and develop action steps to internalize and actionize them into your subconscious and daily life. Think these positive thoughts and impress them upon your subconscious. Take action on these thoughts and develop good habits which will be observed as your character, as you create the visions that will become your destiny. This is how you change the world, sometimes one person at a time, after you first change your world by changing you. Thank you for joining me today and listening to this episode. Parents today must make the most productive use of every available minute of your day. I have been where you are today and can help you make a critical difference for your child at school and later in life. We have and are developing many resources to guide you in developing a learning mindset in your child. Visit cultureoflearning.life to find free resources for your use. My ebook an introduction to the culture of learning for life movement will help you understand the need from a teacher's perspective. Our framework for my child, my student will guide you through the process of developing the learning mindset in your child. Webinars and coaching programs are in development to further assist in your effort. You can have input to all these programs by joining our culture of learning for life community right from the website. Share your challenges and your ideas to help yourself and others overcome challenges as together we create a culture of learning for life.